for the time. This is tea time. Make a difference. One cup at a time. So be sure to grab your tea, grab a seat, and tune in to Miss Liz. Well, good morning and welcome to Tea Time. That's right, Miss Liz is back. We're in a full new week. It is Thursday morning and this morning I am joined with not one, but two incredible people, husband and wife team. That's right, we're going with teams this morning as we get started with Tea Time this morning. So we're going to do all the good stuff. We're going to get into the disclaimer, all of that good juicy stuff and we're going to have a good old strong cup of tea because that's what we do here on Tea Time is we serve the TEA, Teaching Educational Awareness. So let me get into all of that good juicy stuff. And then we're going to get Michael and Judy in here. And we're going to spill some tea with you guys on technology, seniors, and fun facts, music, all of that good juicy stuff. So grab your teas, grab your coffee, grab a glass of wine, whatever you like to enjoy this morning. And let's have a good old strong cup of tea. So the disclaimer for Miss Liz's Tea Time Live Show. Miss Liz, myself, is going live using StreamYard. Before leaving a comment, please grant StreamYard permission to see your name at StreamYard.com. Please be advised that the content brought forward for any Tea Time show hosted by myself, Miss Liz, is always brought forward in good faith, however, may bring forward dialogue and opinions that are not representative of, of my platform. The facts and the information are perceived to be accurate at the given time of airing. All Tea Time guests and audience participants are responsible for using their good judgment in taking any action that is related to the discussion. The content brought forward may include discussion for some where they may be emotionally at risk. It is significant to know that this show is engaging in discussion forms only to offer and inspire awareness and connection and not, is not providing therapeutical advice. If you have any questions about the disclaimer or any panelist discussion, you may freely contact me, Miss Liz, through my email at bookingmissliz at gmail.com. Moving forward, should you choose to voluntarily participate in today's show in any aspect, I myself, Miss Liz, welcomes you. And should today's show not be your cup of tea, you can join me at a later date at a later time. And again, all tea times this year are going to be on Thursday unless they are a rescheduled tea time. So pay attention. And let's grab some tea. Let's serve a really good strong. So I'm going to get uh, Judy and Michael in here. And I'm going to get them to introduce themselves a little bit. 
And then I'm going to, in, in between the show, I'm going to give you a little bit more update to them. But I want to get them in because they've been sitting in the back patiently. So let's get Michael and Judy in and let's have some tea. So welcome, Michael and Judy. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. So I'm going to start with Judy. Uh, if you want to share a little bit with the audience who you are and what you do and all that good stuff and how you met Michael. Oh, boy. That is the secret sauce. Oh, my goodness. What we do is we uh, actually enrich seniors' lives. We help them uh, with technology. We have uh, music trivia, anything to enrich their lives. And Michael and I, we met, gee, I think it was in the Stone Age, wasn't it, Michael? <laughs> and we well, actually met at a singles club. And it was my last hurrah. I felt I was very old and there was no future for me. And I said, one more time, I'm going out. And I met Michael. And it has it was, been... Uh, how many? 102 years together? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Michael, would you like to share how you met Judy and see if the story, if you guys <laughs> met at that same single bar? Like, oh, I just yeah. feel juicy this morning. <laughs> well, it was actually a pub. Okay. She, she kind of glanced over it. It was a singles party that was in a pub. Uh, probably about, um, what, about two or three miles from where Judy lived, a little little, mm -hmm. little mile from where I lived. And the irony of that is my sister and her second husband also met at the same location. But um, that was that was a little ironic. Uh, I, the only other thing I want to add to this flavor is that uh, this whole thing stemmed the education and, educa and, and technology training stemmed um, off of a seniors group that we started in our community in 2017 as a, it, it was primarily a social group and a um, volunteer group and a discussion group. But when COVID struck, we had to migrate them to Zoom and quickly realized that there was a big technology gap between socializing and getting on the internet and sharing screen and thing, things of that nature. Um, uh, the first things we started doing, because we started running out of topics, was entertainment. That's where things like trivia came, came into being. We produced a show called 1968, Those Were the Days. Uh, we did Jeopardy-type uh, trivia games. We, we did trivia and Kahoot using Kahoot. We expanded it to places like uh, uh, Meetup and Eventbrite and, and then some other, some local organizations. And then when they started registering for COVID shots in the States where we're at, uh, we quickly realized that uh, even though people could get on Zoom, they didn't know how to navigate the various sites that didn't have the patience to go through all of the rigmarole that wasn't because everything was online and people were just not used to it and that's when we started training and we try to get the local uh, uh 
establishment, the local uh, village involved, and we even went up to the state and the national level trying to get trying to get representatives uh, involved. And of course, we got shot shot down. And so we decided to do it ourselves, and we've been expanding ever since. So, so Michael and Judy, what what have you noticed about the senior services and entertainment? Has it decreased since COVID, or has it increased? Do you want to answer that, Judy? You want me to? You start. I'll fill in. <laughs> I think it's increased because what's been happening is there's a lot of seniors out there that were used to doing certain things on the internet, okay? Um, when the entire country went away from flip phones to smartphones, it started getting more intense. We're not like Europe. We are not dominated by smartphones here because the computers were our, our, our starting point. Judy and I have been involved with computers for 35 years. And I know other parts of, of, of the world, uh, Europe and Asia particularly, are more attuned to smartphones. Well, we're not. So even getting seniors to migrate to smartphones was a difficult transition. And what's happening now is I think that as more seniors are getting aware of what's going on, number one, and number two, with what's happening as far as corporations demanding technological skills, in other words, things like online banking, online shopping, um, online news, you know, the disappearance of newspapers. People are searching for these things. And the biggest problem we have is those people that are not on the internet and are not attuned to smartphones to open their eyes. Once they open their eyes, it's like that's where their journey begins. And what we try to do is make that transition. In other words, to help them open their eyes, to help them see what's available, and to make that journey less fearful, because that's one of the things that we see. There's a lot of fear and anxiety out there, and we try to overcome that. So, I, you know, Judy, I don't know whether you wanted to add to that. I just want to say that I believe the pandemic brought out the necessity for technology. If you were not... Uh, able to get on Zoom and and occupy your time, you were just lost. And it was a, a very big learning curve for the people that did not have that technology for them to be able just to get on Zoom. And we, we actually uh, um, helped people get on Zoom before they got on meetings with us. And once they learned, they were very happy that uh, this was another outlet for them and opened up their eyes to all sorts of programs that they could attend. So we have a question here for you guys and they're asking, are there other services yours out there in other countries or is it just in the United States? Oh, I'm sure there are. We're not aware of it because what, what I have been doing for the past five years is trying to gather resources for seniors, but I've, I've relegated that to the United States. The only other that I am sure exists is in Canada. 
Uh, Canada does a lot of this as well. There's an organization in Canada um, called Cyber Seniors. That's an online organization that teaches uh, seniors uh, various types of technology skills, um, even even uh, uh, cybersecurity. They've started something in cybersecurity. I mean, we've got a lot of these resources listed on one of our websites. We just have pages and pages. That's one of the problems I see is getting that information down. I'm uh, if I can take a, a little tangent here, I volunteer for an organization that services seniors out of Baltimore, Maryland. We're in in the Midwest. We're actually outside of Chicago, but I I do a lot of volunteer work in that area. Okay, we had a discussion one day about using social um, platforms, social media, for those people who were small business people or, or employees of an organization, and they could not come up with one social media platform for seniors outside of Facebook. And there's gobs of them out there. They're just not aware of them. So if those people who are servicing the senior community don't know about them, how can they tell the seniors that they're servicing? And that's my push. Let's get this information. I, you know, we're sharing that information. You know, anybody who wants it can 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 go to our site, can download it, um, and uh, we just want to uh, to help seniors. That's really our goal. Making well, and you and you're making something really clear, Michael. Is there's not enough awareness out there? Right. You know, we have all these incredible services, and this is what Tea Time is about. It's about bringing the awareness, yeah. teaching educational awareness through a cup of tea. You know, and hopefully this tea time that we're having this morning will get that awareness out there that there are incredible services for the seniors uh we also have another question here for judy judy do you find when you're teaching online training is it harder to train a man or a woman <laughs> <laughs> i could get in trouble answering that. <laughs> uh, i really think it's, it's on their mindset because I also teach a citizenship class and, of course, a mid class. And it just depends on um, their attitude and how they perceive things. And I would say it's 50-50. Oh, I disagree. I think I, <laughs> I knew you would. And this is why we have a team here. We have a husband and wife team. <laughs> we go. See, we also do, we do classroom training. And we do in-person training and we do individual mentoring and coaching. All right. And by and large, women are the ones that look to us for the individual training. Okay. They're willing to admit their shortcomings, which most men don't. Um, and they're a lot easier to work with. And because we're a husband and wife team, one of us is able to get you know to get through to them at, at one point or another but i i don't even you know other than helping um some people with zoom some some quote-unquote fellow males with zoom i don't even recall one male individual mentoring session that we've done they've all been females haven't they been judy they have, but I think you're taking a very chauvinistic view on this. I don't think so. I'm yes, saying that. Because, 
I'm saying that men won't admit their shortcomings, and I acknowledge that. Yes, that is true, but there are some very tech-savvy women also. So okay. it's not only that they're the ones that need the most help. Well, we also have a number of tech-savvy people that help us in these groups. Now, on that side of the coin, I would have to say the vast majority of them are, ma are men rather than women. Okay. You agree with that, Judy, huh? Okay. All right. We'll, we'll fight it out later. <laughs> There's going to be a pickle. <laughs> For another time. <laughs> when, we meet, when we meet in the kitchen or the family, there'll be a little fist <laughs> So uh, the, the the A, B, and C parties and more, if you could share a little bit more on that and uh, what, and how the parties got into it and what is the more? Okay. Well, you, do you want to do this or do you want me to do this? I will do this gladly. <laughs> All right, go ahead. We started out um, as a party business. And we were Judy and Michael Yablowski. That was the name of the business. So when we were going to buy supplies or going to pay for something, they always say, what is your business name? We go, Judy and Michael Yablowski. No, what is your business name? That is our business name. So we decided it was time to have a real name, incorporate. And one day we had talked about a gazillion different names. And Michael, in his um, marketing brain, wanted it to start with A, so it's at the top of the alphabet. So we're sitting at dinner finally one night, and our daughter lives with us. And we were talking, and our daughter said to us, what are you talking about? And Michael goes, this is an A-B conversation, and C is not included. So we decided A, B, and C to include everyone. And the more is everything else. <laughs> I love that. Like that was a family discussion. I, I really love that. Right, right. It was, I got shot down because I wanted to have um, amazing parties with three A's <laughs> to start with it. And Judy <laughs> shot that one down. And really the more came about because of the way we incorporated, which allowed us to do everything. So now that we branched into this other aspect and our, our slogan on our website is technology um, uh, made, made fun, making, made for fun for seniors, for seniors. So we're trying to incorporate the party aspect about it. That's one of the reasons we do entertainment segments. Uh, we do musical trivia. When we're teaching class, Judy does a section called Wacky Tips, where she brings in humor. So we try to make a fun environment. And a lot of a lot of seniors complain about the fact that uh, webinars or tech training is much too dry. It goes over their heads. They can't understand it. Techies talk techie. And what we try to do is translate the jargon, translate, translate it so people can understand it. And again, add a little humor. In fact, um, uh, 
we do a program for uh, Senior Planet from ARP, which is a nationwide program where we talk about, uh, and that one, that program is called Wacky Tips. That's where the wacky comes in. Um, uh, and one day we were. Oh, there we are. Michael is back and Judy's back. So, Michael, if you'd like to continue, we sometimes we have some worms chewing on us. We had oh. uh, Kathy's oh. crawling I uh, saw composters a few months uh, last month, and since then our worms have been chewing on my wires. <laughs> where, did, where did I leave off? Because I just kept on talking. So. Oh, that's a good thing. Just keep talking. If you see that little black wormhole come again, you just keep talking because sometimes we can still hear you. <laughs> <laughs> so one day we um, uh, we were doing it for a local chapter, a local location of uh, Senior Planet, and we were hosting about um, twenty people on average to a session at the end of last year. And it was we probably had about forty people in the group, and they would come and go uh, because it was just a local a local chapter. And we were concentrating mainly on Windows and Android devices, but also talking about um, computers and the Internet, which is global. You know, it doesn't matter whether you have a Mac, whether you have a Linux, whether you have a, one, a Windows operation, um, excuse me, uh, technology. Um, uh, so, again, uh, but because it was local, we had a, a, small, a small following. This year, they consolidated and decided to bring all the branches together under one, um, one, low, one centralized function, and they asked us if we would like to take our program national. And we, of course, said, yes, why not? So now we're doing about 100 people on Monday afternoons. People are amazed at how we can uh, control this amount of people. And we take Q&As uh, in addition to making um, presentations and doing suggestions and, and having other people contribute to it. And one day we were running out of time. And I said, I guess we'll skip on Judy's wacky today. And we had a revolt. People said, <laughs> no, no, no. You know, if you want us to stay here, you better bring in wacky. So Judy does her, you know, her humoristic aspect about it every day which is which is quite fun <laughs> well i'm glad that you mentioned that michael because you were mentioning before the little worm started chewing on us is that uh, the seniors are finding that the training is dry and i find even as the younger generation that technology and training is dry let's add some humor to it let's add some fun into it you know that we don't have to be so straightforward so where does the wacky tips come in from you, Judy? Like, is it like fun facts? Is it jokes? Is it dancing? What a little bit of everything. For? A little <laughs> bit of everything. I usually put up little uh, like cartoons, um, little trivia, just a little something to, it takes, I don't know what, two or three minutes. It's not a, a big thing. Just a little break up in between the, the technology. She adds riddles, she adds puns, she adds cute signs, you know. Um, uh, it, it, I, I, I would want the wacky too. I, I would, I, I, if you wanted me to stick around, I'd want a little bit of wacky. <laughs> <laughs> we are, and we are kind of wacky, you know. Say what wacky is, Michael. Uh, well, we, this organization, I had a counterpart and, um, 
by the name of Dave, and Dave is a um, an Apple addict, and he runs a uh, like a tutoring session on Apple products, uh, Mac and iOS and uh, tablets, and which I find are um, difficult to set up. I'm more interested in what can I do? You know, how can I learn a new program? How can I research things? How how can I find things if we're shopping at a, you know at a good bargain? You know, how do I find a shortcut? How do I expedite things? So I'm more of the admin kind of guy, and that's what I my, what's been my forte. And I got involved with Senior Planet, oh, probably two years ago. And um, Dave teaches, as I said, a small class uh, when people want to set up their Apple products. And it's mainly setting it up. And he knew that I was a Windows guy and an app guy. And he's actually sent some clients to me um, um, for other things that I do as far as websites and technology training for businesses. And one day I was visiting what they call Lunch and Learn a uh, little over a year ago, which is a five-day-a-week program that Senior Planner puts on, at, again, at lunchtime across the country. And uh, somebody raised a Windows question. And uh, Dave deferred it to me because he couldn't answer the question. He said, do you know what the answer is? And I said, yes. And what happened was, uh, the program director, I knew the program director, so I approached Dave and the program director and saying, well, you've got an Apple program called Apple Addicts. Do you want to? You want us to do a Windows program? And they said, yes. So I said, well, we got to come up with something cutesy like Apple Addicts. So I said, well, what we concentrate is on Windows, Android, computer, and internet. So that was the birth of Wacky Tips. So that's why, um, that's how it started, Wacky Tips. And it's, it's grown, it's grown. So as I said before, we're doing 80, 90, 100 people every every Monday on, on those sessions nationwide. That is awesome. It's awesome to know that the, what technology can do and how many people it can connect, right? In different countries and that. So that's pretty incredible too. Because you also get to learn the cultures and traditions in their country as well. Uh, yeah, so we have, we have a regular from Canada. We have a regular from Germany. He gets up gets up to to come visit us. It's like so, the middle of the night, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's, very <laughs> it's so fun to play with those time zones, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, they they drive me wacky those time zones. <laughs> You're a wacky affectionado as well. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I do it so many different time zones. And sometimes I'm like, what zone am I in? <laughs> <laughs> so I want to get a, uh, I have a question here for you guys. What is the training for boomers and silent gens? What's that stand for? Uh, the age group that we concentrate on, um, 40s and up. Well, that's a little, that's a little young. I was going to say, I was going to say, I can get a nice. You know what? The irony of this is, at least in the United States, it spans all generations. There was an interesting 
article out about Gen Z, which are the younger people that are um, uh, at the top 25 years old and under that generation that's entering the workforce. And this article really shook me up and I've been talking about it. It talked about the fact that as they're entering the workforce, they don't know how to run a copy machine. They don't know how to run a printer or to change ink on a printer. They don't know how to organize a file system on a computer. And it's not beyond reasoning because they have been working with primarily smartphones or tablets all of these years. And when they get into a business atmosphere, they've got to do that. And they're not being taught in school. So sometimes we, we actually get people for other networking organizations that I'm in at a younger age asking very similar questions to what we're doing. So this, even though we try to concentrate on, on again, uh, I would say 50 years old and up, um, uh, the things, the subjects that we handle are almost universal. Mm -hmm. Wow. And it's true, right? We're, we're not taught these things in school. And, and I think we need more education so that we are prepared when we get older, you know. Uh, I know my dad really struggled and got frustrated with technology. We mm -hmm. would try to explain something to him and he would be, okay, but I don't know the speed that you guys know the speed. <laughs> so slow it down. So do you get that a lot when you're training? Is uh, a lot of the members are, that join you on Monday, do they say slow it down or do they say sp speed it up? We usually try to gear it to what they're ability is if they don't get it then we dumb it down <laughs> so. so i want I to get we, into some of the some of the entertainment that you guys do uh, i i did find that you do jeopardy and you do name that tune yeah. so if you'd like to share a little bit about that uh, i'll go to you for that one judy um these are really fun programs they're uh interactive audience participation for the music trivia, we play a song and have the audience guess what song it is and then have other questions relating to it. Who's, who sang it? Where was it from? Uh, what year was it? And it's uh, bringing back memories. And this was, is really exciting to the audience. They really enjoy this. And Jeopardy is, is another interactive game. We found an online platform for that and it's an actual jeopardy looking game and uh we can do it in teams do it in individuals and jeopardy as you know you ask the the answer is more prominent that's first and then they have to guess what what the uh, question is asking so you guys mentioned at the beginning of the show 1968 were the days now, does 1968 represent a certain special time for you guys, or is that just a good year? Or what's I 1968? originally had set up another date that we should be doing this, and Michael changed it because, Michael? Oh, Judy, what did you want to do? You wanted to do 1964, I think, originally? Uh, I, I think so. so, something like that. I think so. And the irony of it was two or three days prior to that, I was talking about 1968. And 1968 was a memorable year for me because um, I was working 
and I was due back at work on Monday. And I had been on a two-week vacation in California, just driving up the east section and down the west section, down the coast. And we're in the airport, stand, flying standby on Sunday night, coming into Chicago. And what is the next day? It's the start of the Democratic Convention in the city of Chicago when all the riots were taking place. And since we were traveling down the coast of California, we're completely unaware of what's going on in Chicago until we get to the airport. And I'm sitting there saying, I guess I should have let my boss know I might be delayed getting into work. <laughs> so so Michael, I'd like to get into the citizen tour. You have that on your website. Could you explain a little bit about what the citizen tour is? Citizenship. It's, it's training. It's Judy does training. Citizenship class. That's what you're referring to. I teach immigrants uh, what they need to know to pass their interview. It's a 12 week session and we have from all over the world. They have to be here five years to to uh, to go for their citizenship. So there's a whole range of knowledge. And when the pandemic came, it was quite, quite an issue trying to get immigrants with very limited English to understand how to get on Zoom. So at that point, I spoke with each and everyone in class just to get them to understand how to be on Zoom. Now, everyone knows Zoom and it's you know, a breeze. Oh, well, that's so good. And, and, and that is awesome service that you're doing, Judy. So thank you for that. That's, oh, thank you. It's you very know, rewarding sometimes for me. We, we need those services, right? Because we don't know how to do these things. And Correct. that's, that's amazing. And that's what I see from the two of you is that you bring a lot of awareness, a lot of services, uh, which, with your, with the A, B, and C, uh, you also have the sage of, as uh, sages of VG, what is that? Is that connected with the A, B, and C? Well, that is the senior group that we started in Buffalo Grove, Illinois, in 2017. So that's uh, a website that we developed that's a sharing website because what we were trying to do at that time was just share information with fellow seniors. We did volunteer work. Uh, we did social socialization. We got together and had discussions. We would talk about uh, movies. We would talk about books. We would talk about topics that were relevant. And I, at that point in time, was gathering these resources. Judy started a calendar that she might like to talk about where she posts all neighborhood and extended uh, events on the calendar. Um, so I started writing a blog and then, um, when COVID struck, it became very, very intense because we quickly realized that, um, the vast, the, the, almost everybody we had in the group was not aware of what was happening with COVID. Um, what happened was I was attuned to what was going on on the news cycle because I had to do 
what we called good news because if we ran out of what, what would happen is we'd schedule a program for an hour and a half from 10 a.m. to 11.30 on a Thursday, every uh, second and fourth Thursday of the month. And then the group would arrange to go out to lunch about 12 o'clock, and they would have a reservation. And if we ran short of time, I would have to tap dance. I'd have to fill in that time. You know? if, the, if we had a speaker and the speaker didn't go you know, for the length, uh, or if we had a discussion and it started falling flat, uh, I would have to fill in. So I would walk in with a notepad. I know you raised your notepad. Before. <laughs> you know, I would I would run, walk in with my spiral notepad. <laughs> Got one too, right here. Okay, and I'd flip through it because I'd be monitoring the news for good news. All right. So when COVID struck and I started reading about it in January of that year, of 2020. I would say, do you want to talk about it? Do you want to talk about it? Nobody wanted to talk about it. Well, what happened in the States was they did a lockdown called shelter in place. And the day, two days before that, we were supposed to have a meeting. And um, two days before the meeting, I asked Judy, do you think we ought to call off the meeting? You know, why bring people there? And we, it, we kind of forgot about it. And that Thursday, we're at breakfast, we're eating breakfast, and Judy says, I've gotten six or eight calls about whether we're having a meeting. And I said, if I would have known that, I would have called off the meeting. So we went ahead with the meeting anyway. And we're sitting around, and they're talking about social amenities, which I hate. <laughs> Judy's a social. Sure. Judy's a social. I'm a techie. And uh, I said, why do you want to talk about it? And nobody wanted to talk about it. I said, well, we're talking about it. And I quickly realized they were, they knew nothing about what was going on. So when we no longer could do in person and we migrated to Zoom and I started blogging every day, what I was doing was feeding them information about what was happening to keep them aware. Because, because of Judy's, uh, the, the party business, uh, we have a retail license, a retail uh, business. Resale. Um, and we were able to find things that you couldn't find in the stores on bulk, hand sanitizer, masks, shields, um, uh, cleaning goods that we could buy and then pass on the cost. We just, we we didn't never marked it up unless it was a penny, a couple of pennies, you know. So to make it even. We're not making <laughs> pennies here, you know. And we, and we fully disclosed. So <laughs> our re real mission at that time was keeping people safe, and we have to, you know. I I looked back after a couple of years, and I said we didn't lose one person in that group to COVID. Some of them came down with COVID, but we didn't lose one person to COVID in that group. And it was very, very self-gratifying that we were able to, you know, to help these people. Judy, do you want to talk about your calendar and your event? Before that, I want to interject one thing. During that time, there was a lot of information going on, uh, but there were still people that did not have computers. So they had no idea of everything that was happening with COVID. And then when the uh, COVID shots came, they had no way to, to schedule the, the shots. So we actually worked with the, the township 
and set up a hotline for these seniors to call and schedule their um, COVID shots. And then we personally, you know, uh, scheduled some for people that just, they had no, no way of getting their shots. It was just so heartbreaking. Yeah. Judy scheduled rides. Uh, for people uh, to you know, so they can get a local shot rather than travel and pay um, taxi fare. A taxi fare. We published a PDF with information and disseminated to uh, organizations, churches, and synagogues, and libraries, and uh, public offices for them to disseminate. Uh, some of them were even published in newsletters and things of that nature because we just. We, we just empathize with, with the struggles that the people were having in this regard. Did you, did you want to get into your calendar, Judy? Sure, get into the calendar. So um, just really as part of a community service or effort, um, organizations send me what is happening in their group. And on our SAGES calendar, I then list what uh, is available so everyone can can see what's happening on a certain day, what programs are available, what they can go to uh, if they have some time to fill up their time. Uh, there might be a music program or a lecture or something to uh, spark their interest. And it still goes on. Yeah. We also add things like recycling, if there's a recycling fair or um, a village program, like our village runs a program around um, the beginning of September. So we like to advertise because if people aren't on the internet or don't know how to do search and they're not, and they're not reading newspapers, how are they going to get their information? They're, they're just not available. Mm -hmm. And and most we find a lot of people don't want to do the research work. They want it handed to them on a platter. Yes. <laughs> and some of the questions that they ask us, sometimes I say, why don't, and I don't like the word Google as a verb, all right? Okay. I like the word search because I'm not an advocate of using Google search. We use other search engines. So I say, why don't you just search? And, you know, sometimes it's Eureka, you know, why can't I put it into a search engine and, and learn how to do that? And and I, and I like that you say that search because there are so many search engines out there besides Google and some other search engines will give you something that Google won't even give you. So check those things out. And I always tell my children this, check yourself out, see what's being put out about you online, mm -hmm. because that's also a good awareness as well. And as seniors, yeah. uh, you know, with identity theft and all that, it's important to know how to search the engines and see if you're, if your identity is being used, have you guys done any of that kind of training for seniors? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We we teach them the different types of browsers, how to be safe on their browsers, how to limit their data and their privacy. That's why we get into the to search engines like uh, DuckDuckGo and Brave as alternatives to to Safari and Google and Edge and Bing and. Uh, Firefox. I mean, some of them are really good, but if you really want to protect your privacy and security, there are certain things that you could do. And what we try to do is not push anything. We're not really, we're not making any money from the information that we're we're trying to disseminate. 
what we're trying to do is let people know what their options are and then proceed from that point, making an adult decision and try to give them as much information as, as, as we're aware, because we're both researchers. We like the internet. We've been on the internet for over 30 years. Um, Imagine that I'm only 35. That's right. And some months. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so we, we just want to make them aware. It's like we had, we had somebody come on who in my, in my thinking got taken by a salesperson, whether that was intentionally or not, they got sold a laptop that was way overpriced for what their needs were. And they were sold a subscription to a certain online productivity suites. I'm not going to mention names. All right. Which takes us at that point in time, it, it meant subscribing because a lot of organizations have gone to recurring revenue and I understand what they're doing. But if you take advantage of a senior by overselling, because all she needed was a word processor. So I turned around to the fact that a Windows computer comes with a word processor built in and that there's a free productivity suite out there called LibreOffice. And it's like, they've never heard of these kind of things. And that's what we try to do is let them know. And most of the stuff that we talk about is open source, is free on the internet or shareware or things of that nature. We've, we've also started a group talking about Linux and what that alternative to windows and to mac is so we're just trying to educate people and let them know again what's available so they can make an adult decision we have a couple comments here coming in for you guys and they want to just say thank you mainly it's a thank you for the awareness uh how can they reach you we'll get into that at, at the end of the show we'll we'll get all of that good stuff for you guys uh and Thank you for letting me know about the word processor. I was unaware of it as well. So I'm guessing you just saved somebody. There's two word processors out there. One's called Open Office and the other one's called Libre. It's in the French free L-I-B-R-E office. Uh, that's available for both Macs, Windows, and Linux. And I have been using that probably for over a decade, and I just absolutely love it. But the other one, the other free productivity suite, of course, is Google Docs, uh, which is a free set of productivity. Uh, it's it's available. You don't need Gmail. Most, a lot of people think you need Gmail to take a, advantage of it, but you don't. All you need is a Google account, and that's online. The shortcoming on that, and I you know, here I am educating people, is what you're saving, you're saving in the cloud. And a lot of people don't like to save that information in the cloud, whereas LibreOffice is something you have to download to your computer and you're saving your files on your computer. So that's, again, that's what I want to try. I try to explain to people what their options are. And, that, and, that, and that's really good information to get out there because I was unaware of all of that. So yeah. thank you for right. that. Right. Absolutely. 
So now I want to get into why we're here. We serve teas. So I want to get to know what your teas are. So I'm going to start with Judy. Judy, if I give you the word, what is your tea? What words are you giving me? Teaching, enrichment, and attitude. Now, do you want to give me a little bit why those words? Uh, teaching is, is mainly what we do. We're teaching. And enrichment, hopefully, it is enriching people's lives, opening up their eyes. And attitude, um, your attitude has a lot to do with, with how much you uh, can, information you can obtain. You have to have the right mindset. You have to have the right attitude. Mindset's a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Michael, what is your team? Technology. That is, technology has always given me a way to express myself, to become creative, to um, show off. Show off, yeah. I, I suppose to show off. Um, because I was never really a sports person, and my hand—I don't—I'm not, not great with my hands. Uh, Judy, Judy is, uh, but this gives me technology. Gives me the ability to translate things and to make um, to be creative. And what would your E and A be, Michael? Uh, education, because I love teaching people and sharing. And your A? Adults. Adults. <laughs> I'm more comfortable with adults than I am. With... <laughs> well, thank you so much. Language. Okay. And, and 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 this is what we do is we serve tea, right? And right. I and I knew these teas were coming because I could just tell by the way you you run your services and that is that technology and education is very deeply important to you guys. It's enriching and the attitude has to be there in order to learn. So all of these teas flow nicely and smoothly together. And that's how you guys serve a really good, strong cup of tea is you really bring that education to the table. So I want to thank you for that. And a lot of the comments that are coming in are thank you. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for the awareness. Uh, getting a lot of thank yous. Um, and I want to thank you guys because without you guys bringing this awareness to the table, how do we know about these services, right? How do we know that we can find these services? And and Judy, with your calendar, bringing the resources of what's out there, you know, a lot of people. And Michael, like you said, research, search, search, search. We need to really stop enabling people. People really need to start stepping up to the table and researching and checking for themselves. And I love that you said not Google because I don't. I'm a, I check for Google, but I like the other ones. I'm like a duck, duck, girl, girl, and I'm a brave girl, so I like to go brave all the time. <laughs> and that. So now I want to get into the personal questions that I ask all the guests before we wrap up, because our time is flying by really soon, really quickly here. So, Michael, I want to get into your color, navy blue and renaissance man. Those were the words and colors you gave me. So if you'd like to share a little bit, and then we're going to jump into Judy's nurturing and red. And then we're going to do some resources on how to find these amazing two people so michael if you'd like to share um, on your color and your, I think and your even one though I, 
even though I'm wearing tan today, blue is on the bottoms. I'm a blue jean guy, and I have been for 50, 60 years. I've even asked to be laid to rest in blue jeans, so um, uh, I'm a forever in blue jeans, uh, Neil, Neil Diamond kind of guy. Um, uh, as far as Renaissance, uh, I've got my fingers in a lot of pies, and I, I've always tried to be a generalist, and um, I'm able to carry on conversations with all kinds of people. I'm in a networking group uh, that sets up appointments all over the world. I've had over 400 one-on-ones with people from all over the world. And I just love chatting with people about what's going on in their par parts of the world and sharing with them what we're doing over here. Well, thank you so much for that. And, and Judy, if you'd like to get into nurturing and red. We originally... We spent a lot of time figuring out what is the right word to describe us. And originally we talked about Michael being a sage because he's wise. I do have that word too. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to be the sagette. <laughs> so I thought they went together so well. <laughs> but we settled, I settled nurturing because I think that encompasses what we do taking care of everyone. I'm always, I feel like the mother image. I'm always wanting to um, bring people together and nurture. And that is just, that is just me. <laughs> and as far oh, yeah. as red, what was that? I'll second that. Judy cannot oh, say, okay. cannot, one word that cannot, never cross her, her lips is goodbye. I have to give her a, a warning and then wait for a half an hour before she's actually ready to leave. So it's, it's hard for me. It is very hard. <laughs> and red, um, red is a warm, nurturing color, but it also was my father's name. So that was a very special uh, uh, relation. That Nick word Nick. brings up a lot of memories, red. It was his nickname. Right. That that that's cool, and and this is why I ask these questions. And a lot of people struggle with giving me one word. You guys gave me a couple words. So I have Renaissance man. I had Sage, and I had uh, what else did I have here for for, for Michael? Uh, the information sponge. <laughs> it's two words. And then for Judy, I had nurturing, compassion, and heart. And, and, uh, heart, uh, I think. <laughs> Kind-hearted. Kind so I do have all the words in that. Uh, so I want to thank you guys for that. And it is hard sometimes to just give yourself one word on how to describe yourself. Because Very. <laughs> some people don't even know how to describe themselves. So that's why I asked that question. Mm -hmm. And color also represents what type of character you have, what you're drawn to in that. So it tells me a lot about you as well. Uh, I really, really enjoyed this morning with you guys. It was incredible. We got some really good information out there, some really good comments, a lot of wows and thank yous. But we have a question here that I think is deeply important that we need to uh, get out there. So this uh, this is a 76-year-old woman. She's giving me her age. 
and she's from the United States, and she would like to know what message you have for the seniors with your programs. Um, don't give up. Don't give up. We had someone a few weeks ago on our Monday afternoon program who was ready to pull plug. And another woman chimed in and said, I was in your shoes two or three weeks ago. Just come back and listen. And if you just listen and you're going to learn, we did a, we offer 15 minute free programs and she signed up for one and it went an hour and a half. All right. <laughs> and she has gone to the point where she's regular and she's learning as she goes. And I could tell by some of the questions she asks or sends me. And that's what we want to do. Our purpose here is to open people's eyes. That's what we were talking to, to the wealth of information that's available on the internet and let them go off in directions. We're not saying become a techie, Frank. You know, if doing virtual mu museums, if reading, is, if genealogy, Regardless of what your likes are, we want to just open up that door and show you how to use that information. And you know more than you think you do. A lot of people have said, I can't do that. And they end up being able to do it. It's just a matter of mind over matter. I think, that's, I think that's really deeply important. You guys are bringing really good points to the table. Don't give up. And, you know, we do know more than what we sometimes give ourselves credit for yes so michael any final michael any final words before we wrap up come visit us i mean it's it's free it's welcome. yeah everybody is welcome let's you know let's kick over 150 people this week absolutely <laughs> let's blow up the internet <laughs> so Judy, any final words you have for the listeners out there and who will watch this replay and hear this on uh, the podcast stations later? Um, no, I, I second what Michael has said. Um, just have more confidence in yourself and you can do it. The only, the one thing I would, I would say is one way to get the word out is if anybody knows any organizations that want to sponsor an event or sponsor a program, that we have found is the best way for us to get our message out. If somebody is willing to host a program or to put on a program, here, of course, it can be in person, but we do the vast majority of our work online and we've we, we've been practicing this for two or three years now, and we understand what works and what doesn't work at this stage of the game. And that's the way to get the information down, to have it filtered down. And um, so that's what we're, you know, that's what we're looking for, any kind of, you know, senior organizations or senior clubs. We've done programs from coast to coast um, with organizations that have asked us to. So thank well, you. Thank you so much for putting Enjoy that out there. Yes. Uh, for all the senior groups out there, organizations or anything that you would like to join or connect with you, Michael and Judy, uh, I, I'm guessing the best way to reach you is through the website? Through the website or uh, our general email 
is again going back on wacky it's called wacky tips at gmail.com so that's w-a-c-i tips at gmail I, I love how the wacky always comes in <laughs> well it's called branding and marketing that was the life that brought me to this was i was an internet marketing and seo kind of guy so um I've always got that branding and marketing on the back of my mind. That's why we tried to incorporate the A, B, and C parties because we didn't want to lose the fact that this business has been around for 33 years. So we didn't want to start with a new name. So we call it, it's really the wacky division, wacky division of A, B, and C parties. Well, thank you so much. And thank you guys for joining and sitting and having tea with me this morning. You really have brought a lot of awareness, a lot of teaching, a lot of good, good topics and, and a lot of research. Again, like Michael says, search, 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 you know, and if you would like to know more about their programs, check them out on their website, email them, connect with them. And if you'd like to have them on your podcast, be sure to reach out to them. And if you can't reach them, you can always connect with Miss Liz and I will connect you and network and do all of that good stuff as well. Cause that's what I do is I like to connect the dots. So mm -hmm. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. I want to thank all of the viewers and listeners and all the amazing questions that came in, amazing comments that came in. Thank you so much for joining today. And I will see everybody back here at 3 PM where we will be talking with Jason Shars from the UK. That's right. And we'll be talking mental health because that's what we do is we bring awareness to a lot of different topics, a lot of different flavors. And his story is truly empowering. This man has overcome a lot. So we're going to see you back at three and then we're going to close up Thursday with a 7 PM show with memoirs on grief because we want to bring awareness to grief as well. So stay tuned for that and check out Miss Liz's YouTube channel. Give it a quick subscribe and you'll be notified every time there's a live tea time and you can join in, leave your comments and questions and all that good stuff. And again, thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me, Michael and Judy. It was an honor to have you. Please don't leave. I will talk to you in the back of the state and I want to see everybody at 3 p.m. as we share and support and make a difference together and serve a cup of TEA as one.